Hey, Soraya, remember me? Hey, Jeff, remember me? I do remember you. I miss doing this. Oh, my gosh. It was, it's been a minute. Yeah. Yeah, it has. A we lot has happened. Yeah. Summer <laughs> break, we've been doing a lot of stuff. A lot of things going on, a lot of things happening, but it's really, really nice to see you and be back doing this. Yes, I'm very excited. More excited because we had a call yesterday with an old friend of ours. Yes. The In person I like to call Il Paldirino of the Paisley Stage podcast, Matt Pucci, none yeah. other than Matt Pucci from Rain Parade. And we had a call with him because we we're going to discuss one of the releases from Rain Parade, their self-released demolition CD. So I say we jump into it and start talking about this. Let's go. Hi, this is Soraya. And this is Jeff. Our podcast is called Paisley Stage Raspberry and Rhyme. A podcast where the two of us play music that we like and share anecdotes and background about the tunes. We hope you'll join our conversation. And without further ado, agroviar. Let's get groovy. All right, so before we jump into demolition, um, I'm really bummed that I missed the Dream Syndicate when they came to L.A. That was, it's a bummer. That was two of us mm. that had to miss that. Uh, but I, I'm still enjoying their latest album that we covered. That That's great. And Long Riders are coming next month. And again, I'm going to be out of town. I'm going to be in North Carolina for all three shows that they're doing in California, which is a I'll drag. Be, I'll be at one of them. I'll yeah. be at the one at Venice West. But yeah, it you know there's there's a plus and a minus and i'm sure our listeners are are going through the same as us it's, you know now that shows are starting to ramp up again other things are also starting to ramp up again you know other other um sorry i can't stop thinking in spanish compromisos but other <laughs> like you know things that you have to do friends and family so i'm like believe it or not jeff we're in October of 2022 That's crazy. and the year is just, and, uh, but um, we were both really sad to miss uh, Dream Syndicate, but uh, looking forward to other things and, and uh, not just other things, but also new releases. And um, if you've been following Steve Wynn's uh, social media, if you've been following Rain Parade's social media, Long um, Rider social media, there's a lot of activity going on. I mean, we just mentioned three and there are so many others. Um, there's a lot of good music and good shows to look forward to. Absolutely. Um, and Dream Syndicate's in Europe right now. And I mean, go go to their shows and a documentary about Dream Syndicate's coming out. I mean, there's all this stuff going on. Yeah, absolutely. And speaking of shows and Dream Syndicate, how cool was it, Soraya, that you noticed who was sitting behind us at the Roxy Music Show when we went to see Roxy? <laughs> when we went to see that we're not our own? <laughs> yeah. Would, would we yeah, do that? We, so Jeff, his lovely wife, Christina, myself, and a friend of ours, John uh, Diorio, uh, we were trying to find a different perspective and 
we walk into a random section, sit down like we own the place. And who walks in and sits behind us but the one and only Dennis Tuck. Yes. <laughs> and Juan Gomez, both of uh, human Exactly. Hands. And yeah. Juan. Yeah. So it was fun. Yeah, it, it was, was fun. Very, and uh, yeah. Jeff, had, Jeff had been, had spoken to both of them on another podcast. So yep, they yep. had lots of chop <laughs> Yeah. And, and we, I should add that we, the seats that we were given were not the seats that we paid for. So we weren't t- totally in the wrong trying to get seats like we originally paid for, but I don't know what happened. There was a glitch with Ticketmaster or something. Look, if you go to an arena show and the forum is an arena here in Los Angeles, you know, if you go to an arena show and you don't try and sneak into a different seat, <laughs> have you really been to the show? <laughs> Good point. Good point. Just a thought. Just a thought. But we digress. Yes, yes. So the topic for today, rain parade demolition. So we did find out um, a little bit about why this was released, right? So it was in response. um, There was the band's response to multiple bootlegs. Okay. I have all of those. (laughs) Okay, so before we get started, I want to share a couple of things because I've got a, a good segue. Okay. So demolition is one of these if if you're a rain parade fan it's one of these albums that's hard to get your hands on okay it's it's a tough find a physical Um, yeah a a physical copy i mean digital and i mean the band has put it out on Bandcamp, so it is available yes um through their own hands but i want to share these two quotes because i thought they were just so good and they're like a neat bridge to our discussion so first you know i love to go searching for blog posts and like comments on videos because i i tend to find real fun things there so on one blog that i found that's called only the lonely Only. (laughs) but in talking about rain parade there's this one quote towards the end and um the author says The first half of demolition is comprised of an alternate, quote, as originally intended, end quote, version of Crashing Dream, which, if nothing else, suggests that Rain Parade were not as eager to leave their psych rock roots behind as the overproduced island versions seem to indicate. We can talk a little bit more about that. As the true epitaph, now this is where I have a problem because it's like they're putting them in the ground way before their time. Wow. As the true epitaph, to this legendary LA band, demolition is both a revelation and a further reason to grieve over the untimely demise of a band that deserved a much better fate. Now, uh, uh, I I think this person really overshot, like calling for the band's death before it even happened. And we already know that that's not the case. But I think it makes a point that Demolition gives us a glimpse of what Crashing Dream could have been. And you and I have talked about Crashing Dream ourselves, and we've talked about it with, you know, very generously with Matt Pucci and with Stephen Roback. So we know this is this is an album that, you know, it it showed a shift, but demolition kind of brought us back into the spirit of it. But Jeff, I gotta share this one with you. Okay different blog posts so the the person who writes this blog post and it's 
the name of the blog is called the llama workshop okay uh and the guy who wrote it is called patrick lundborg and so he's talking about european fans okay right but i think the spirit is there so he says the band that gathered the most devoted or at least the most verbose admirers across the ocean was also the one most profoundly steeped in psychedelic 60s influences. We all liked the Long Riders, Green on Red, and Three O'Clock, but we absolutely loved Rain Parade. The songwriting talent of Matt Pucci and the Roback Brothers seemed as strong as any of their fellow scenesters, but the Rain Parade went much deeper and more fearlessly into the acid past. While the other bands might insert a psyche tune, Narcolepsy, Happen Happened, and She Rides, into their modern indie guitar rock, Rain Parade seemed psychedelic to the bone, and they did it so damn well. It wasn't just a case of hearing it's all too much and purpose, porpoise song in their music, but also to face the stunning realization that things like This Can't Be Today and No Easy Way Down were every bit as good as the old masterpieces. In this achievement, Rain Parade were unique to their era, to almost any era. Wow. So now here's the kicker. This guy then links <laughs> to file shares for all these bootleg live shows. Wow. So he praises <laughs> the band and then just adds all these bootlegs. But the one piece of gold that he adds in this blog is he scans the earliest write-ups on Rain Parade from Bucket Full of Brains. Oh, nice. So let me read you this one last quote and I'm going to stop here. Oh. So this, it was kind of, it was an article where they looked at numerous fans from the Paisley Underground and the guy, the author ends with Rain Parade. And then the author adds a quote from an American who contributed to that piece and he says and the the american who added to the piece his name is chip laney and said and he adds this quote matt introduced himself to dylan bob dylan at the three o'clock show and dylan said he'd drop in on their final sessions who knows what could have happened maybe these young bands will give dylan a good kick in the ass <laughs> But okay, so this write-up was from 1983, so it was wow. uh, first single. It was like first single, uh, first album. But I was howling when I read this because I go, "There's a lot of love for Rain Parade, you know, in Europe." And I and I think you and I have talked about it. Rain Parade is is a band that we love, and that puts out really good music, and. In this scene, we we had some amazing bands come out of this scene. And Rain Parade is one of the ones that people tend to sleep on. I'm, I'm not saying everyone, but I say, you know, some people go, oh yeah, Rain Parade, but you know, they'll highlight another band. But I these three quotes were a kick, but it was that idea of devoted fandom, and then a lot of the write-ups about demolition, because, okay, so I say all this to say the bootlegs have been shared, reshared, <laughs> shared. I mean, there's a lot of file sharing sites yeah. for these bootlegs for live shows. 
And then we get to this bridge. So in talking with Matt Pucci, we find out that demolition was a response to which beautiful <laughs> bootleg, Jeff? Well, yeah, welcome to Paisley Land, he said. Yeah. Specifically. <laughs> I will just quote here. Don't come for us. Quote. Yeah, uh, we. it was a, you know, that LP welcome to Paisley Line comes out, which is awful. <laughs> <laughs> so we decide we're just going to empty the vaults. We're just going to take everything we've got and just throw it out there. And we get demolition. Absolutely. Okay. 19 tracks. 19 tracks on demolition you can't shake a finger at that so they just said oh you're gonna do it no 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 we're gonna do it here you go all band right is, band is in control why not yep yeah yeah super okay, cool so, so let's kind of dig into demolition so when is it put out 1991 and they released it themselves on own i know records which I believe that's the same label that the Helene's was reached uh, right. on. Yeah. So, I mean, they've been using that record label. Um, and I think it's, um, they're working with friends of the band. Mm -hmm. um, so it's kind of self-released, kind of like a friends label kind of thing. So 1991 on physical format CD. Um, <clears throat> and as you mentioned, you can get it now on their band campsite for seven bucks, I think for 19 songs. Yeah. Come on. Um, and we may have news about um, a, an additional release because this is, like you said, it's difficult to find and it's kind of pricey, but they may be uh, remastering it and re-releasing it in physical format at some point. We'll see. We'll see. One um, can only hope. It was. Yeah. And here's the great thing is. They have they have all these things that can be worked on. And there's a desire to let people hear it and hear it in the way that it should be heard. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yep, yep. So then we also have learned that um, a lot of these are demos um, specifically for Crashing Dream, right? Um, prior to moving to Island, and we'll talk about that right. after I play the first song. And then there's some live tracks um, that of songs that we're working on and there may be a connection to the new album from one of these tracks these live tracks right but i say we dip into some music and then um talk a little bit more later i pick right. one of, go ahead i want you to start <laughs> oh cool um i picked one of the demos for the crashing dream album and uh as you mentioned in one of the quotes that you had some of these versions are really cool compared to the more polished island version and um i'll talk a little bit more about that later but i, I went with mystic green um I, I as you mentioned we had talked to steven matt and thoman um about crashing dream and they had some opinions about crashing dream but i i love that album um i understand some production overproduction concerns but the songs are great and mystic green is no exception this is one of my favorite demos from demolition so uh, as far as music on today's episode, we're starting with Mystic Green. So from 1991 Demolition, here's the demo for Mystic Green.
I love that version. You, so, you know, and, and a lot of write-ups about demolition or, you know, fan commentary, Mystic Green is the track that people always pick. They say, this is like the shining example of the beauty of Rain Parade in this demo version. I mean, you hear all the beauty of the things that are synonymous with the Rain Parade. You hear these great guitars, amazing melodies, um, and really well-written songs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the song uh, is definitely a more raw version. The band uh, yes. recorded this as a demo. And we know, and we've learned that the band is pretty particular about their studio recordings, um, which is why their new album will be coming out next year, not this year. And they've been working on it for, I think Matt said two years now. So um, the band um, definitely concentrates on what they're, what they record in the studio version. So this is great just to hear like this raw version, but it's pretty, I mean, the arrangement, um, the, the parts are pretty close to what was released on the final version. So I yeah. did want to mention um, that we, we did learn before in our conversation that the band wasn't, um, as they look back, they weren't, they don't really um, look back with fondness that they moved from Enigma to um, Island and they moved away from um, their producer that they always worked with, Jim Hill, who we had the opportunity to um, talk with in his studio a couple of years ago. And the band definitely considers him as a band member, um, yeah. the producer, and he'll be producing or he is producing their new record. But uh, that's one regret that they had um, with the Crashing Dream album when they moved from Enigma is that Jim Hill um, was not invited to be the producer from the label. That wasn't right. a band, band decision and um, that's something that they regret. But um, it is cool hearing this demo version um, and hearing, um, as your quote mentioned, that what, what it could have sounded like had it not uh, have been overproduced. But right. Anyway. It's funny on uh, a YouTube page, someone commented, <clears throat> if these were demos, they are better than the the album versions to me. Yeah, I saw that. And, too. You know, it's just, but I think that's what's really interesting about Demolition is we get, we get to hear something different. And yeah, I mean, there are things that, that point in the same direction, but there's also, there are different takes and uh, different stylings that we hear yeah. in these demos. Yeah. And I think that's what you can, as a fan, you can appreciate about an album like Demolition. Yeah, absolutely. So. Very cool. All right, Saraya, your first pick. All right. Mine is My Dog's Last Dream. So in talking with um, Matt Pucci, what we found out is that uh, this is a song about Stephen Roback's dog Skipper. Oh, but it's a great song. So let's play it. My dog's the last dream. All the dogs are in their yards, howling at the fire. Wonder how I got to be that way. 
<laughs> Very cool. I I just like that track so much. And it's really the guitars that really jump out at me. All that kind of playing and a lot of, you kind of hear that kind of fuzzy tone. You hear that kind of warpy sound. And you get Steven. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Steven Roback is so good. And I just, I like everything about this song. Yeah. What about you? What do you think? It's it's super. I love the vibe of this, and it's so Stephen to me, like you mentioned. And um, the song is only uh, it's only the two of them, Matt and Stephen. And Matt is playing bass and guitar, and Stephen's playing guitar and singing. So pretty cool. Just have two, cool. and of course, a, some kind of drum machine track going. But um, yeah, I thought this was very cool. It's a very vibey song. I would have liked to have a studio version of this we can only ask <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah we can put in our request other than the demo version right so, right yeah all right okay. Jeff, what's next the longest song on demolition is uh crashing dream which interestingly enough was not a song that made the crashing dream <laughs> but um yeah but uh it's the the crashing dream lineup and this is a live uh recording of of crashing dream that they did in 1984 um at the decade in pittsburgh pennsylvania uh, the credits note um and it's to me this is totally rain parade when you hear like the guitars playing and the singing and the melodies so i wonder why um it didn't make the crashing dream album i don't know if it was too long for island or what happened but Again, this is a live version. And I did want to know, um, just because the thought popped into my head, that um, that uh, Pat Thomas, our friend Pat Thomas, does the liner notes for Demolition. So anyway, so here's Crashing Dream. <laughs>
Droney. I like Will Glenn's uh, organ part. I'm, I'm assuming it's Will Glenn. I know he's. I know he was playing uh, during the set, but just holding down that drone, yeah. the guitar parts that they laid over, just very, very cool live song. And again, I'm. Why did Crashing Dream not make the Crashing Dream album? <laughs> and let me tell you, a lot of the comments that I read online ask, you know, fans ask the same question. I can't believe this didn't make it there. I don't know. Maybe that's a follow-up question that we can ask the band. Yeah, yeah. But um, something tells me that that may have been a, a studio decision, but yeah, or a, yeah. sorry, a label. Um, label decision. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. All right, Jeff, round it out. Unreleased track, but this is a great track. Novocaine. Let's go. <laughs> I don't want to be the pain, shoot me up, no pain. 
psychedelic. <laughs> Thank you. This track is amazing. It is amazing. Guitar. I mean, the whole vibe of this song, and then it just—it's so powerful to me. Unreleased. Yeah, yeah. But I'm glad that in whatever fit of uh, inspiration and rage, I guess I don't know <laughs> to to give us these tracks and say here, because uh, there are four unreleased tracks correct four i think you're right that yeah. are on yeah. that are here um and they're worth every minute of your time to listen yeah yeah absolutely and then i did want to throw in before we say goodbye um got the fear one of those tracks is uh we learned that is i don't know if i want to say that it's going to be on the new album but they they recorded a version of got the fear and hopefully it'll make it i think we were told they recorded about 13 tracks and yeah. they're trying to decide what's going to make the album and what's not. Hopefully yeah. there is one of those, I think 10 to 12 tracks. So there may be like a bonus track. And one of the bonus tracks, a 10 minute song with John by John Thoman. Why not? A guitar beast as he why is. Why not? Yeah. Because John Thoman is ridiculous on that guitar. And yeah. If you've watched them live, you, you know exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, and if you haven't, he's just a master on that guitar. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I mean, the band has three amazing guitar players. And um, I w was wondering if you could share uh, Matt's thoughts about Derek C um, and his guitar playing and, um, and at his comparison with David Roback, right? Um, I know well, that yeah, one of the things that um, in our conversation with Matt was he said one of the great, uh, uh, he said, Derek C is all over this album um, that they're working on. And he said, it's as if he were the second coming of David Ropet. Wow. But when you think about it, one of the things that I thought was really interesting is when he said, we were working out a part. And there was something that just needed to be worked out. So I handed Derek my Gretsch. And he said, and it was as if intuitively he knew what needed to be done. And he just grabbed it, went with it. And he said, that's it. That's it. That's what this needed. And that the synergy and the chemistry has been really nice. This is something that Jeff and I have remarked upon because we've seen Rain Parade with Derek C in this lineup. Um, it's just really interesting because they all work so well together and it is kind of intuitively, they understand what the other one needs and they kind of enter and exit with a ton of ease. Yeah. So yeah, it was, it was neat. Yeah. It was really and, neat. and that doesn't always happen with three guitar players that play at the level that they play at. So yeah, and exactly. We, and we've seen pictures of Derek C holding that Gretsch um, yes. media. So that's pretty cool too. Look, it's just, it's always good to see and working so well together. And, um, and, you know, Derek C, you know, Derek C adds, you know, adds another component to this, to this band. And, you know, we know Rain Parade continued to produce and, and make music and, and do things. And David Roback was working on his own projects. And 
you know, making his music and doing his things. And, you know, it's it's just good to see. Just good to see that, you know, there's, there's no time or steps, musical step blocks with the band. And they're continuing to discover their sound. And so looking back, Rain Parade Demolition, 19 tracks. Um, you can get it on the band's Bandcamp page. Seven bucks for all 19 songs for digital download. And there may be a version coming up here uh, soon on that, a remastered version physically. And looking forward, the band has a new album that should be out springtime of next year. So uh, we're looking forward to that. Lots of good things to look forward to. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, go get it. Bandcamp, Rain Parade, yes, Demolition. Absolutely. All right. So, mi gente, agruviar. Groove on, Paisley people. Okay, did what I say about Derek being the second coming of Derek? That's what he said yesterday. Yep. No, yeah. Did it, did it sound assholey? No, I didn't think so. The what I don't want our Opal fans to come for our heads. Yeah, <laughs> is David Robeck is a saint. Yeah, to them. No.